Council. It's 70. All right, News Radio 570 WKBN. Well, look at here. It's. Uh, Hi, Ron. The chairman is here. Attorney David Beatrice uh, is here. And uh, also is Attorney Carl Moses and also is Attorney Mark DeVecchio. Mark is going on vacation tomorrow, right? I'm going to a family wedding, correct. In Washington State? Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. All my exes live in Texas. Gonna, Why didn't you just send going to be here today? My oh. cousin, who is getting married, is... Vinny? Your cousin uh, Vinny? No, no. It's, it's, <laughs> she's an attorney with a, a big, high-powered uh, law firm in Washington, D.C. Wow. How about that? Really? And Carl yeah. tried a uh, malpractice case yesterday with attorney Brian Kopp. Hello, Ron. Hello. <laughs> and how'd it go? Ah, uh, Well, we don't know. We don't have a decision yet. You know what? I already know. Uh, Moses is so damn good. He tried a case. Please, please. No, no. Really? He's don't, so... don't go on and on. No, I'm serious. He, he tried a case. I mean, and who well, would, it, would it be in front of a judge? I together. Assume? Brian Kopp and I, both together. In front of a judge, right? No, so, an arbitrator. An arbitrator. He's a uh, lawyer, but he does arbitrations. He's uh, lots of experience in that area. So he chose to form a company. And this is something that's becoming more prevalent now, arbitrations, binding arbitrations. In other words, it eliminates... It moves it along. The extent, the extensive costs of trial and the time involved in a trial. And, uh, for example, in this case, one day, where it would have taken us at least probably a week or more to go through a trial yeah. by jury. Mm-hmm. So they tried it to an arbitrator. Moses hypnotizes me with I that know. big baritone voice when he speaks. <laughs> That's why I say, you know what I mean? When Moses so we talks, had our, I just got less. Two of our premier litigators on a big case where there was some necrotic tissue from a person that's back was over-radiated by radiation. Brian Kopp has almost become a medical expert. He is a medical expert. Because he does... Michael Kopp... I mean, Michael Kopp. <laughs> Brian Kopp is the Michael Avenatti of the Mahoning Valley. He's that good. He's uh, he, he is like a medical expert that uh, has tried a lot a of very, malpractice cases. He's a very good trial lawyer. Yeah, but you have to understand the situation, too, right? Well, he's just... Very, and even Carl will tell you, he cross-examined the doctor yesterday. And, you know... Did a very good job. And, yeah. and, and really, uh, you, you uh, hit on it, uh, Ron... He knows medicine. Uh, Brian Kopp knows a lot about medicine. Yeah, he does. He reads a lot about medicine. And when you're examining a doctor, like cross-examining a doctor, uh, who is the defendant in the case, you really have to know the medicine because obviously that doctor knows much more medicine than, let's say, a lawyer. And they're going to take advantage of that if well, you let them to. So you really have to bone up on, on the medicine part. In order to accurate, in order to do a good cross examination, and yeah. uh, is is it still? Didn't you tell me once, David, to get a medical malpractice case, you got to get a doctor in the same field yes. to say there's malpractice, right? It it can't be a doctor in some other field, but you have to have one that says no, this won't be below the standard of care, basically. That's correct. All right, so you had so we you had, had that yesterday, right? And the doctor was saying, well, I took a more aggressive approach. Uh, because even if I had left uh, even a couple cells of, uh, I have to go do an interview. Even if I have left a couple cells, what? I have to go do an interview. <laughs> what, what, what? What are you talking about? Uh, Danielle Cotterman's here. I have to go do an interview now. Right now, she's here to interview me about the Marty Yavorsik case, which we didn't get a chance to talk about. 
Once I go do that interview, I'll come back and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Fine. Okay. <laughs> I don't right. mean to mean you're second fiddle, but you're kind of second fiddle right now. The Why? Most because dangerous... there's a blonde girl out there? No, because there's a camera. <laughs> <laughs> and a blonde girl. And a blonde girl, yeah. That's how it goes. All right. Uh, there, there he is uh, doing that. Now, attorney Mark DeVecchio's here. Attorney Carl Moses is here. It's just, uh, I, I, I mean that as a compliment. I'm not, I'm not playing games with you, you or anything like Thank that. You. But I also, I also know from interviewing Brian Kopp over the years, Brian Kopp is, he's very, he's very smart at this stuff because he learns it inside and out. He, he learns is. that particular that's what I field. Meant. Yes, that's what I meant. And he's very, and he's very good at it. You can't yeah. pull one over because you almost have to be an expert in that field when you do it. Exactly. So because obviously, as I said, the doctor is going to know more than or whatever medical specialist or provider, he's going to know more than what the lawyer knows. Is it conducted just like it would be a judge? I mean, basically? You know, yes, but somewhat less formally. Not in a courtroom and a bench and that kind of stuff? It's in a conference room, mm-hmm. and it depends on how the arbitrator and the two lawyers agree as to whether it's more formal or less formal. And, yeah. they, and you yeah. bring witnesses just like a trial yes. and everything? yes. Exactly. And, and, and what saves the costs is that we agreed ahead of time to present the medical evidence by way of reports and medical records. So we didn't have to pay $100,000 to have medical expert come from Florida, from whatever other state. You see what I mean? It's such an important law. It's so much more important law than, let's say, like a divorce, you know? (laughs) Do the civil (laughs) rules apply and, and like, the the rules of evidence? Can you object and, you know? Oh, really? Yes, except, again, we can agree to be less formal. And uh, and that's the way it was Court reporters there, they take and make a record. Oh, so there's no, you can't appeal it or anything? We even agreed to have no court reporter, and that it would be binding. In other words, no appeal. Wow. And no written opinion, just a decision. Wow, that's that's, that's rolling the dice. Sure. That's rolling the dice. Sure. That is rolling the dice. Yeah, no, no record, unappealable. That means you no like opinion. it or lump it. Yeah, that's it. Wow. So basically the judge can come back and say, uh, I, I agree with you or I disagree with you. Correct. And now, does, it, does the judge determine then the dollar amount? The arbitrator. The arbitrator. Yes. Yeah. yes. He does the same thing that a jury would do. Do you put a do do you suggest an amount first and then does or does he no. just decide? In Pennsylvania we're not permitted to do that. In okay. Ohio I think maybe you are. Is that well yeah, you part? can argue damages, absolutely. Well you can argue damages in Pennsylvania, but you can't suggest what the value of the case is. Huh. Yeah. But well, no. They, in in Ohio, you would say when you sue, it's over twenty thousand dollars. No, we're not. Well, well, must have been a really short. That was interview. a quick interview. Wow. <laughs> Daniel Cotterman said to say hello to you. How quick an interview was that? <laughs> well, there wasn't much to talk about. Really? Yeah. I, yeah they were. There was twenty one interviewing me about what the uh, Marty Yavorsik decision today out of the Court of Appeals. All right, and case uh, is over. Hey, listen to this, folks. This is this is really huge. I mean, so Marty, give a little background. Marty Yavorczyk ran for prosecutor uh, against was it Paul Gaines? Yes, uh, and Paul Gaines and uh, went to trial mm-hmm. on the RICO charges. He was found guilty of RICO and some bribery and conspiracy. And the Court of Appeals in the Eighth District said that the trial court judge 
was in error in not granting a Rule 29 motion for acquittal because the prosecution failed to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that venue was proper in Cuyahoga County. And now explain all of what you just said so the normal person... So in every crime that you commit, there are elements of the crime. So, for instance, if you're committing the crime of aggravated murder, you purposely killed another with uh, prior calculation and design, and that it happened in Mahoning County, Ohio. Okay? What the Court of Appeals said was is that they failed to prove that this happened in Cuyahoga County. And therefore, uh, they threw out his conviction, and they ordered the judge to vacate it, and the double jeopardy clause of the United States Constitution prohibits him from being retried, so it's over. Unless the only shot that the uh, state has now is that the Ohio Supreme Court overturns what the 8th District Court of Appeals did. And Mark, if you'd like to check my work, you can... uh, Okay, so basically... He, he got a big break today. Um, he won't have to do any house arrest or any of that stuff that no, he was sentenced to. No, it's basically over. Wow. You'd have to check this case, Mark, so you're always that's, in there checking cases. That's really it's big. State of Ohio yeah. versus Hampton. It's a 2012 case. Criminal procedure venue. Acquittal based on improper venue. Not appealable. Wow. Wow. That's your, Isn't case. Venue That's your on, case. Is well, it's not my case, but it's basically saying that the, the court... I mean, that is huge. It's very huge. I mean, this is this is a big deal. It is a big deal. Huge. Isn't venue one of so, the first uh, things so, you would establish yeah. in a criminal He trial? was basically found guilty, and because of double jeopardy, then he beat the rap. Well, no, because they couldn't prove venue was in Cuyahoga County. Right, but of, you know, all of the stuff that they found him guilty of, it doesn't matter. He's free now. Not only is he free, he's, he's acquitted. And he'd get his law license and all that. It's like it never happened. Basically. Wow. Who? What a screw up that was by the prosecution to want to change, uh, shift it up there. Mm-hmm. But to, to, should should the judge have said, it, or was it a mistake by the prosecution or was it a mistake by the judge in accepting it? Both. It was a mistake by the prosecution taking it to Cleveland. And it was a mistake of the judge and not... Uh, Overruling or not saying that venue was proper in Cleveland. Well, that's a he had a he had a good, a good uh, defense lawyer, I guess, right? Basically, to he get he represented himself. Well, he did a good job on that. Yeah, because uh, I mean, well, on the appeal, did he represent himself on the appeal? Um, you know, I, I don't know that. I think he had counsel on the appeal, if I'm not mistaken. What? I I think he was represented <laughs> on the appeal. I I'd, I'd have to call Mark. Yeah, I yeah. Know. You know, what's funny is, is I went out for coffee this morning uh, because our computers were down. Right, you know? yes. So I told the staff, you know, I said, well, don't have a computer. I don't have email. I don't have anything. It's like, it's amazing how dependent on the computer oh, I am. Yeah. I don't even have access to phone numbers, right? Because everything, <laughs> I mean, in true. the olden days, I'd have, I have files. Now we have electronic files. So when my computer crashed, we were shut down basically from making any calls or doing anything. So I took the staff out for coffee. I bumped into Marty Yavorsik. I said, Marty, what's going on with your appeal? He goes, I don't know. He says, they said I'd have a decision in two months, and it's been 13 months. And I went back to my office, and within 20 minutes of seeing him, (laughs) 
I, I get an, an alert that the Court of Appeals ruled on his case. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, so the prosecution can appeal it to the next thing up, right? It's either the Supreme Court or bust. But he's, re- but he's released till then, right? He's Well, they remanded it back to the trial court to vacate the conviction. So the judge has to issue an order vacate, saying, I was wrong, essentially, and I have to vacate your conviction. Your con- wow. Yeah, and then the, the Supreme Court could choose not to accept the case, correct? correct. They don't have to accept the case. Yeah. Uh, in Ohio, the initial appellate court has to accept every conviction. I mean, this is really big. Yeah, it is big. What position did he hold? He was he running ran for, prosecutor. for prosecutor against Paul Gaines back in 2000 and. It's been a while, yeah. Eight, maybe? Yeah, it's been a while. 2006? I can't remember. And um, so they said that uh, they didn't prove venue. Right. Well, look at, look at that. Now, on the other hand, Ralph Infant, <laughs> not so lucky. Not so lucky. <laughs> right there, yeah. I mean, they let him out in handcuffs. I mean, that was rough. Yeah. Reminds me of the old Dave Beatrice saying, what do we do now? Well, you go to prison and I go home. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's one of the best lines ever. You look good. Are you, what is your new plan, if I might ask? You look much better today. I look thinner? Uh, yes, a little bit maybe. I have lost a little bit of weight. What are you doing? I'm working out again because I'm allowed to with my leg. Uh-huh. I'm watching what I'm eating. Right. And, you know, just that. You're doing something different. There's something different about you. You look better. A little pep in my step. Yeah. Well, I got through a primary, which is always stressful. Mm -hmm. You know, I increased my alcohol consumption greatly. Have you had any spaghetti? No. All right. Back with your calls. Attorney David Beatrice is here. Attorney Carl Moses. Attorney Mark DeVecchio. Back after this News Radio 570 WQEN. Stay tuned. Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy's Low tonight down to 42. Scattered showers and thunderstorms a possibility tomorrow. 60% chance. High 64, 60% chance of scattered thunderstorms on Saturday and 74. For Mother's Day, hey, remember Vasilio's, which uh, has a Mother's Day uh, get-together that you will enjoy. It's a three-course meal for Mother's Day at Vasilio's. Super salads. Entrees include New York strip steak, half chickens, shrimp scampi pasta, veal parmesan, uh, and uh, tortellini alfredo pasta. And the desserts are included. Uh, triple chocolate cake, cheesecake, red velvet cake, carnations to all the mothers. This is the menu, the special Mother's Day menu that they're going to have for you and your mother at Vasilio's, which is really a spectacular place uh, down in Cortland's. You'll find Vasilio's Family Restaurant at 500 Trumbull Avenue in Cortland, 330-638-3718. Make sure you make a reservation for Mother's Day Vasilio's, 330-638-3718 for their three-course meal for Mother's Day Vasilio's. You will enjoy it. I can assure you that. Reserve now. 330-638-3718. Mother's Day is this weekend. News Radio 570. Do we in ready for some calls, uh, attorneys? I am. Okay, he is. Here we go. First up is Gene. You're on the air with Attorney David Beatrice. Hello? Yes, turn your radio down, all right? Okay, he is. Hello? Yeah, turn your radio down. Good God, help me. Oh, okay, I will. Just to hold, hold, hold on for a second. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> I don't know what I can possibly do. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm in radio hell right now. <laughs> I'm in absolute radio hell. Gene? Hello? Yes. Hello, Gene. How can we help you? blood and my son by choice died in November. United States Marine Corps retired due to wounds in both arms from Vietnam. And he had a small amount of money uh, deposited. Social Security was deposited at uh, a direct deposit card, some kind of a thing in Texas. And I have to produce a death certificate, which I have, and then I have to send a copy of either Letter of probate, identification of a state executor or administrator, letters of administration, letters testamentary or small estate affidavit. And I want to bury the boy's ashes before May 15th, and I don't have a clue about how to handle this legal paper. First of all, you got to turn that radio down a little bit, all right? I mean... Oh, I sure will. Just hang on a second again. Oh, Jesus. I'm right back. It's like Groundhog Day all over again. Folks. You made a mistake. You should have said to turn it off. Yeah, didn't we, didn't we discuss this? I mean, for the love of God, give me the patience that Moses has on a daily basis. I mean, all right, thanks, dear. Uh, yeah, you're very welcome. Okay, so you, who has the ashes? He has the uh, Social Security was... Uh, Deposited in direct express. No, no, no. I thought you were worried about the ashes. Where's his ashes? His ashes are at my daughter's house. Okay. And what was his desire to be done with his ashes? He wanted to be buried on top of my husband's casket at the Forest Lawn Cemetery. And did you do that? Pardon me? Did you do that? Well, I don't have the money. I needed the money from his uh, uh, social security to open the grave and close it. Is he from, where did, did he, he live local? Where did he pass away? Wait a minute. Did you talk to the cemetery? I, I contacted the cemetery, yes. And what are they saying they're going to charge you to open the grave to put the ashes in? $1,000. Wow. wow. Wow, to open the grave and dump the ashes in? No, you have to have a special container for the ashes because he's being buried atop my husband's uh, casket. Right. Have you ever so, thought? Uh, so you, you ever... should be able to get the Social Security just with their, their death certificate. I have the death certificate, but they, they will not release the money unless I have a copy of the things I read you. Would you like me to read them again? No, I don't no, want they, you to they, read them. It's pro- get them filled out and send it to them. Those are the requirements. No, she's, she's talking about letters testamentary, which means... Opening an estate to have letters. No, issued. I just did this with my no, mother. No, but that's what she's saying. I think she said you letters. You don't have testament. to do that. Well, I didn't say she had to, but she's saying it. I, Is that and to get the money? Uh, to get the money out of that's the all he had was a thousand dollars. There's at least a thousand and maybe more. He said he never spent any of his social security. He lived on his benefits from uh, being wounded. Where where is the well, th- how much money? Wait a minute, hold up a second. At least how? a thousand. I don't know. They no, no, that's no, that. no, 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 no. How much money does he have in a bank account? Do you know? No, they won't tell me that. Not right, because you got to open an estate. Right. You know what, ma'am? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to go to probate court and open up an estate, and that's the right thing to do. She needs a lawyer. And ma'am, yes. ma'am yeah. what you said is that they want a letter of testamentary. Yeah. That that means you open an estate, 
And then the the clerk issues you what's called letters testamentary, which means it gives you the authority to act on behalf of the estate. Then you take that document to the bank. That's that's what the bank is. Well, the telling Social you. Security Administration or the Social Security her a thousand dollars, at which time she can dispose of the ashes. I mean, here's the nice thing: is that you know the ashes are. It's not like it has to be done right away. No. And if you don't have the money, no. then you're going to have to do what they request. Yes, but how, who do I see to get one of those things? You, you need have to lawyer. go to a lawyer. Uh, and can you do that? Where Where are you located, ma'am? Uh, you were my uh, lawyer in a case before, so I know where you are. I live on Powers. What, what state are you in? Ohio. You're Mahoney oh, County. Yeah. Okay. Um, just give our office a call. We have someone that will help you out. You do have? Yeah. Yes. And will you do it as a favor? Want. News Radio 570 WQ. Judy, you're on with attorney Beatrice Moses and DeVecchio. Hello there. Hello. Hi, Judy. Hi, Mark. Hi, Judy. Oh, hi, Mark. (laughs) Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Oh, come on. I have a question. My granddaughter was in an accident in December. Yeah. She hired another law firm when it was on TV. Why didn't she hire us? Not my attorney. My attorney is the best attorney. (laughs) Who's your attorney? Mark DeVecchio, obviously. And why didn't you go to Mark DeVecchio? Yes, Mark DeVecchio is my attorney. And why didn't you go to Mark DeVecchio? You should have, yeah. She chose one of those on TV. And it's been six months. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on a second. Who's more on TV than this guy? Okay, go ahead. One of those accidents. Well, I'm an accident guy on TV. All right, but go ahead. And what's the problem? And she's got nothing. Every time she calls, um, she gets a paralegal who's new and doesn't know anything. And how do you, can you fire an attorney? Yes, you can. How does she do that? Well, I mean, essentially, it's like anything else. If you don't want this person to work for you, you ask for their file back and uh, your file and tell them that you no longer require their services. A lawyer cannot. Uh, But yeah, but, you know, lawyers don't. We don't make a habit of trying to take clients off of other lawyers, though, Judy. So, you know, you've got to be very careful about that. Well, I don't know if she's for sure going to fire them, but she's really getting aggravated because... Well, why wouldn't you then? I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but uh, 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 with all respect to these guys, well, if she thinks the service sucks, why wouldn't she get rid of them and, and, and go in the direction you said? I mean, seriously. Because we thought she can't fire an attorney. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course you can. Yeah. yeah. Just call up and say, listen, I'm transferring my case to Beatrice, and uh, you guys suck. Okay? No, I, I wouldn't do it like that, but okay, uh, well, how a, a version do? of that. A Let's softer tone down a little bit. Just to, yes. Because they're not giving you service. And, and that, when did the beard, let, you beard let, is let, gray. Let me, let me <laughs> say something to you, ma'am. Six months is not a long period of time. Uh, just to yeah, thanks for getting us the case, Carl. Well, (laughs) well, a a serious consideration is she uh, this person ought to sit down with a lawyer and just uh, talk to the lawyer, find out what's going on. Well, your lawyer is Mark DeVecchio, that's who you know and trust, right? 
Yeah, that's my lawyer. There, there's your answer. I'm talking okay. about the other. I know, of no, I know of no finer lawyer, seriously, than the guy sitting in the that rock chair. star. Oh, the rock on. star, Mark Devecchio. Come on, thank the rock you, star. It, it, your daughter should change He's that a rock case. Star. Yes, <laughs> she should. Have change you ever that heard him sing in his band? Yes. How old is about your... how he gyrates those hips? Oh God, come on. How old's your daughter, ma'am? Twenty-two. Well, there you go. And uh, look, Mark is a very attractive man. Is she okay? Is she, I mean, it's, that's the main thing. That's the most important. Is she all right? Yeah, she's all right. She's still going for therapy on her hand. Well, well, that's the most important thing. you got to do whatever thing. you feel is important for her. Yeah, okay? tra- transfer the case to Mark. I Seriously, you're getting lousy service, okay? <laughs> okay, but six months is not a long time for uh, I think it's ridiculous. It just depends on the injury. I yeah. think it's horrible. And if she's still treating, it's horrible. You do, uh, 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 thank have you. Have her call Mark. Yeah, have her call Mark. That's terrible. That's all right. Six months. Let's go to uh, uh, Jim for the lawyers. News Radio Five Seventy. You know you come in. Hi guys, how are you doing? Good, Jim. What's Hi, Jim. going on? Okay, hey, I've got a question for you. Um, I just kind of need a direction. Uh, my mom's disabled. Okay, mm-hmm. and she gets around with a walker. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she took the, the local um, RTA service to a doctor's appointment, to and from a doctor's appointment. Okay, when she got back, okay, they, um, they had her stand on, you know, the ramp that lowers them down, the, the lift. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, when she, they were lowering her down, she fell backwards out of that thing mm. and ended up underneath the vehicle. Okay. Uh, took her to took her to the hospital. You know, she she uh, fortunately didn't break anything. She she got bumps and bruises, a big knot on her head. Um, but my question is, where where do we go from here? Is there is there well any it, culpability on their behalf? Maybe because what they did was they backed into the driveway, from my understanding. And when they backed into the driveway, the lift that was going down either there, there's there's a patch of um um. Like in, in in a driveway, like the cement or whatever, you know, the, the patch in the driveway, it was kind of like an elevated patch. And from my understanding, that's where they set the lift on, which was an unlevel piece of ground. It sounds like you and, might have a case. And I guess but, the person that told my mom was, hey, if I'd have known that was there, I was I would have pulled up further. Like I said, it sounds like you might have a case. You might want to give our office a call. Okay. Uh, what do you think as far as for the the medical bills on its own, though? I mean, I've, I informed the hospital that, hey, you know, she... Does she have Social Security? Yeah, she has um, Medicare. Yeah, um, because you said she's disabled, right? What's that? Yeah, she's disabled. So they should pay the bills, and then the bills that are related to the accident, provided that the transportation company was negligent, they will get paid back for the bills that they paid on as a result of her accident. Okay? Okay, but now does this matter if it's the RTA or WRTA? No, it does not matter. Exemptions or exclusions with them? No. Okay, so basically contact one of you guys? Yes. Which, which one do you think? Either just call one? our office. We'll get you in. Yeah, just, okay. call, just call down. What's the number for your 1 800. Well, he's local, 746. 457 2889. 2889. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Thanks. You got a local number, too. 330 Well, no, no, no. I was saying he 330 746 8484. All right. Phew. You all right? No, I'm not. You're you're aggravating me now. I am. Yeah. I don't mean to. I haven't seen you since I gone to my son's graduation, have I? Yes. Didn't you say about the? Uh, yeah, I saw videos of your son's graduation. Was right. I here afterwards? Yes. Yes. Okay. Jesus. Now he's, 
Oh, well, my mind. Take going. a look, Alzheimer's. <laughs> it's a terrible thing. <laughs> now he's at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Turn your microphone up a little bit like that. He's yeah. at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Why is he there? He's doing, uh, he's a forward observer, 13 Foxtrot. So he is uh, learning how to do radio communications. And, brought, and, and look through binoculars. Binoculars? Binoculars, yeah. Yeah, binoculars. <laughs> and he calls in airstrikes, Apache helicopter airstrikes, B-1 bomber airstrikes, F-16 airstrikes. Artillery. <laughs> you remember that? If we make any jokes about Beatrice, and I'll be looking up, going, "That's weird. That plane is flying." <laughs> <laughs> so I never really seen anything like that over my house right. before. What is that coming out of the plane? <laughs> really? So it's uh, so yeah. his training continues. His training continues, and he wants to go try to be a ranger, which is special forces. Mm-hmm. So he's pining over that. He's in incredible shape. Mm-hmm. I mean, like his father, an Adonis. No, mm, no I'm not going to say I'm anywhere near in shape. But you got a what new, he could do. Do you have a new trainer? I do. I do have a new trainer. Right. I've, I went a little, you know, more of the uh, easier route. Okay. Well, what's her name? Uh, well, she owns a studio. So I take uh, A studio? Yeah. What do you mean a studio? It's uh, called Pump. What is that? Is that like a gym? Yeah, it's like a. They do classes. They do what different t- classes. Like what rowing of- classes. Rowing. They have chisel classes. Chisel? What's a chisel? <laughs> That's where you like chisel. You try to chisel your muscles. They okay. have, Jeez. They have a cardio kick class. And it's, you know. Is there equipment like your machines? Yeah, or you is- have. You, uh, they have rowing machines. Mm hmm. They have weights, mm-hmm. dumbbells, weighted balls. This They do yoga. It's just different things. So they have this app. And then I bought a year's membership, and you know, you just schedule to go to a class, and then you go to a class, mm-hmm. and then you have a heart monitor, and your heart monitor shows up on the wall, and it's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. It's like my doctor told me I need to be in better shape. I need to start working out with dumbbells. Samosas. You want to go for a walk after the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Very funny. <laughs> All right. No, that I can tell there's a difference with you. I can tell you've actually lost weight. Well, thank you, Ron. I mean, he really yeah. has. There's, uh, I can see a difference in him from the last time I saw him till now. Right. So I think it's working. Whatever you're doing is yeah, working. Yeah, well, she's, she's Ursula Shugart. She's also a lawyer. A and lawyer with a gym. She has two gyms. She has one at um, Firestone Farms down in Columbiana County. That's the one I really like going to. I, I take Saturday and Sunday class there. But now that my boat's going in the water, I will have to give up my Saturday and Sunday classes. <laughs> there goes the whole diet. Right. There goes everything. There really. goes everything. Yeah. Well, summer you take the summer off. Why don't you start swimming more and stuff like that? Uh, I don't like swimming. Okay. Uh, News Radio Five. He's got a boat. He don't like to swim. Robert, you're on with the Dirty Beatrice Moses and Devacchio. Hi. Good afternoon. I'll try and summarize. Had a uh, had a roof repair. Uh, looks great. Saw a few nails in the driveway. Uh, Pet got injured, went to the ER, medical treatment, ongoing treatment, etc. Um, had the yard swept again, a follow-up cleanup from the company, and um, found even more nails after that cleanup. So uh, we have a balance on the on the on the job, and we have vet bills, and I want to know any type of of um, action here. What, what did your dog do? Eat a nail, or how did your dog get hurt? Uh, lacerated uh, a from, leg. From what, walking on the needles, or the nails? Presumably, yes. 
Well, huh. well, here's the problem. <coughs> did you have a written contract? Mm -hmm. Yes. Did the written contract contain any warnings about nails being left over? No. The only word was uh, it was a, a contractor term, work workmanlike performance standard. Yeah, but but here, here's the thing: when you tear out a roof, you're going to have nails in your yard. And they're yeah. going to take that magnet over it and get most of them. Yeah, but they can't get a hundred. I mean, you may or may not have a case. That's a, that's a that's yeah. A tough it's a call. reasonable standard. It was, yeah. was was it was well, it foreseeable that they they acted without I mean, did reason? They, did they go over and try to clean up the nails, or did they just throw the? They, the go well, ahead. They cleaned up the. They cleaned up after the job. We had the incident. They were there the next day with the cleanup, and then I personally cleaned up yesterday and found over a hundred nails staples new nails old nails all nails of all different sizes yeah well nails are in roofs yeah and when you tear well, out a roof they, where they belong well and when you tear <laughs> not, out a roof not then, necessarily because i have nails on the end of my fingers oh my gosh <laughs> look at beatrice <laughs> that was that woman with i laugh normally that was corny <laughs> what, what happened to the dog any ER visits, stitches. How much is the well, how much me, is the let bill? Me, let me finish. Uh, okay, uh, a dog is considered property, as I understand, at least in Pennsylvania. Same in and, Ohio. And so you can't really recover for the dog's suffering that type of thing. But the bills, as Dave just asked you, if there are bills, uh, that's a possibility. How much are the bills? If you can prove that the contractor is responsible. How much are the one, bills? One, one half of the balance owed, so a little over six hundred dollars. So, you you owe him twelve hundred dollars. Yep. Six hundred of it is not in dispute, right? Correct. So I would pay him the six hundred, and then say, "Look, I had six hundred in vet bills. You could either I could either keep this, or we could fight over it. What do you want to do?" Right. That's what I would do. So is it an implied warning that there'll be? Well, you're using over. words. You're, you have a $600 lawsuit. That's basically what you have. Okay? And your argument is is that they didn't clean up after themselves properly, and as a result, your property got injured, meaning your dog. So if the contract calls for their cleaning it up, your argument would be they didn't do it, and therefore... In a workmanlike fashion. Yes. Correct. Okay. All right. I wish you the best of luck with that. Sorry, sorry about your dog. Yeah, he'll be okay. Is the roof leaking at all, or is everything okay there? No, he said it was a good job. Yeah, it was a great job. So I even, you know, have I, you, I even uh, offered to have a, you know, hold harmless and a release for an entire balance waive. Thereby, the well, wait a minute. Why should they? Future. Why should they waive the entire balance when your bill's only six hundred dollars? Well, we're. I mean, I'm looking at that in terms. I'm looking at unsatisfactory performance and no, 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 no. That's that. not your measure of damages. What's unsatisfactory performance? What what caused the? Let's assume you're right. They had unsatisfactory performance. What are your damages as a result of their unsatisfactory performance? Your damages are the damages to your property, which was six hundred dollars. So you don't get a bonus of six hundred dollars. They either you you owe them twelve hundred, six hundred of it is not in dispute. Okay. All right. Okay, right. It, it, just as an idea, here's how here's how I handle that though. Are you married, caller? I am. 
Yeah. Just uh, to get the nails, suggest that your wife go out walk around a house barefoot, and that's how you find them. <laughs> that's how I did it, you know, when I got a new okay. face. I don't think so, that's... Um, I don't yeah, think unrelated that topic. Uh, on the topic of divorce. Oh, divorce, yes. <laughs> well, 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 let me, let me t- suggest you do that before you get divorced. Right. <laughs> Goodbye, thanks. Goodbye, thanks. Good luck. All right, so, I mean... When, when you have a case, you don't have a windfall. Your damages are your damages. They're not... If your damages are six hundred, you don't then get to go. Well, I want twelve hundred waves. Why? Well, the job wasn't done right. Well, he just said the job was done right. Right. They didn't clean it up right, and as a result of them not cleaning it up right, he suffered about six hundred dollars in damages. The only kind of cases where you get more than compensatory damages are cases involving and pain and suffering, and or you don't get pain or and treble damages. Because dogs are considered it wasn't cattle. cattle. Incidentally, it wasn't not dog. cattle, chattel. There is right. some. There's some rumbling in the legislature to not have animals be treated as chattel. possessions I've anymore. There's there's so. actually some states that are entertaining yes. companionship yeah, schedules gonna, for the pets. That's going to yes. happen in Ohio. I don't know. I don't think so. It might. Right, but I mean, I mean, how do you measure? The same standard measure? that they apply to like uh, best interest of no. the children. Who who pays the how vet you, bills? No, I mean Who's, if your dog dies as a result of a vet's negligence, just say it. What, and you had a mutt at the mat, uh, at the at the pound, right? Are you gonna go and say I lost my companion? You know what? I'm, I'm for lost some people they suffering. would. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm very attached to my cats. Yeah, you have cats. You have cats? Yeah, three of them. Three of them. Do they do the doo doo in the house? House? Yes. Who changes the kitty litter? Me, I don't change it. I scoop it. My oh. wife changes it. Want me to what bring you? Oh God! Kitty litter? Do you use uh, e- Easy Step or something Does it like smell? that? Smell? No, doesn't smell at all. Yeah. Well, you don't like cats? I had a cat in law school. Really? I did. It, 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 like where you lived in law school? Yeah. And what's what's the problem? Um, the cat would would what? It would do its doo doo on the. On the floor of the bathroom. Oh. What do you mean? It would it would uh, pee or what? Pee and poop. It would put its front paws in the kitty litter. <laughs> that and was a just, dumb cat. Just go on the floor. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the cat was nearsighted. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. This was your cat? Yeah. And boy, it had a stink to high heaven, didn't it? Yeah, it kind of did, especially if you were away at school all day. So what did you do? I had to come home and clean up. Kitty poo, and uh, and what happened to the cat? Um, <laughs> yeah, let's talk. What happened? He left a window cracked. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, my law school roommates. You gave it away. Yeah, to to her. Uh huh. Gave it away to her. Forget what the cat's name was. Fluffy. I think we named it Fluffy. Really? Uh, and so you never had another cat as a result of that? I did. Uh, I did have a cat. About let's see what's. 2018. I want to say around 2007, I bought another cat. And? Um, that cat got uh, cancer and died. Okay. Didn't you have these little tiny dogs? Yeah, I do. They oh, were, you still do? I still do. I have three three dogs. So last night... One we, more and you're in a pay prison. Not. <laughs> <laughs> three of so them. last night, you know, it was thundering. Yeah. So the dog, we have like a little gate. Do you ever there. walk them like in a neighborhood? Yeah, I do. Oh, I want to see that. Yeah. That's a picture. Yeah. Yeah. I walk all three of them. I have the little bag I pick up their doo-doo with. 
No, here's what I learned from people. Seriously, if you have dogs, you take the bag and you and you Inside know when they go, your hand in it. you act like you're picking it up. You go next to it and it looks like you're picking it up. And I then do you that. Just, yeah, and then you leave it. <laughs> oh, right. It's God. free fertilizer, right? And you just keep on going. until you're right. cutting your grass and you stay. You don't have oh, any pets dogs. and you step like, in it. They're, they're like little dogs. They're like little tootsie rolls. Still, there's three of them down there. Anyways, anyways, and you walk all of them at once. That's yeah, kind of nice. Okay, That's so, a side of Beatrice you never thought right. of. Right. And so last night my dogs are freaking out that it was thundering and lightning. So we have like this gate and I'm laying upstairs and I'm reading a book because I couldn't go to sleep. And then I hear a crash and then Pam freaks out and goes, what's that? I says, it's thundering and lightning. And then the dogs came up. So they were freaking out a little bit. Well, to soothe themselves, the dogs lick. So the one dog was licking my hand, mm-hmm. and the other dog was licking my face for like two hours. The dog that was licking my face. For I, two hours? Yeah, I kept pushing her away, and she'd come over. She was freaking out because it was thundering, and she kept licking my face to soothe herself. I said, go lick mommy's face. I don't lick my face because this dog eats its own dew. <laughs> the other dog was licking my hand. And the one dog's just not afraid of it. It was just, it was just up there because the other two were up oh. there. So it, for two hours, it was just like in your face. I was trying to read a book, and I was having my hand and my face licked by a dog. Was that a very soothing? No, it really wasn't. It was gross. What was the book? I was reading Jim Comey's book. Jim Tomey? Comey. Oh, the FBI guy. Yeah. It's an interesting book. I was reading you like that. it? I, li- I do. It's interesting. You still read a lot. <laughs> I read a lot, yeah. I, there's a couple other books I want to get. I like audio books, too, but... Do you still have that problem... bed that goes up and down and everything? Oh, yeah, the Craftmatic. I yeah. Do. Is that, uh, how's that going? It goes good, except... <laughs> when you grab her, only Beatrice gets the wrong controller, folks. <laughs> and he thinks at 3 in the morning, he's up in his side, and it's up in his wife's side, and then she wakes up and gets furious with him. And she goes, what are you doing? And we're redoing the basement, which is really <laughs> aggravating me because the basement is like my man cave. Like, What are you doing to it? I don't know what she's doing. She's putting a new washer and dryer. In the, we have a washer and dryer upstairs, and she has a washer and dryer downstairs. She's you know ripped out the bathroom downstairs because my son's in the military. My daughter's going away to law school, but my last son, he wanted a bigger shower in the basement. Yeah. So she wanted to get him a bigger shower. Okay. So we had to rip out the bathroom, and then we ripped out the carpeting, and we painted it, and it's a mess. So I, you know, the the my nice TV is in the basement in my man cave. Mm-hmm. So last night I came home. I was tired from the election. Right. I grabbed the you know bottle of beer, and that I, would have been on the two, let's see Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, I Wednesday. Guess. So you know I wanted to grab the bottle of beer, and I opened up the basement door, took one step, and she says, "You can't go down there. It's a mess. I have everything covered up." And what happened? I had to go upstairs. And when you were upstairs, who's there to watch TV with you? I'm not allowed to watch TV upstairs. <laughs> well, why not? Because she does not like the TV on when she wants to go to bed. So when you're... I want to go to bed, I just... Fall asleep. No, I can't fall asleep before her. Why not? Because if I start snoring, she scares the living hell out of me. <laughs> Seriously, really? she'll like assault me. So you can't fall asleep before her. No, she'll assault me, and she'll and she'll do it like repeatedly. She'll damn it, and I'm alive. It's gonna wake you up. It'll wake me up. 
I'm going, Pam, can't you just shake me? You just scared me. I right. scared, yeah. <laughs> well, After you woke three up times, I, I, I get up aggravated. I get up and I go. So you can't sleep because she I keeps waking you. I can't sleep because she keeps, you know, like when you just fall asleep and someone wakes you up. Why doesn't she just let you sleep? You're asleep. I don't know. Why doesn't she go to another room? she wants to torture me because most wives, after you've been married to them 28 years, their goal in life is to torture you. <laughs> So you, you, you're like, can't go to the basement, and you can't get a good night's sleep. I can't go to the basement because she's got that torn up. Right. Okay? The couch in the kid's former playroom isn't big enough. It's like my... I'm, I'm you're too kinda, big. Right. It's not long enough. It's, yeah. I'm too fat for it. The couch in the family room is too far away from the television. I have the big curved television in my man cave, uh-huh. which she has overtaken. Which she's destroyed. Right. That these is, are these are issues sorry. that these are things that well, bother me. I thought I had problems. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to uh, Kevin. You're on the air. Hello there. How you doing, gentlemen? Good, Hi, Kevin. I got to all of you uh, that your first call, but that was classic comedy. But I never laughed so hard. What's that? <laughs> the radio. But, oh. uh, Attorney Beaches, your, your son, God bless his mom. Well, thank That's you. Front, he's a scout. That's front line. I was 19 kilo. You were? You were a fronter? You were a forward observer? No, I was 19 kilo. I was on tanks. So he's oh. in front of me. So that's front line. Yeah, right I don't there. like the fact that he's in front of everyone. That's mm. scary for me. So, yeah. you know, I never used to pay attention to if we're getting in wars now. Now it's really important to me. Mm. Yeah. The reason oh. why I you was, though, uh, we're out of time. We got to go. time. Tomorrow morning on WFMJ Today, I'm going to be talking about if your dog's locked in a car, can someone break your window and get that dog out? You'll have to tune in and I'll tell you the answer there. That's 640 tomorrow morning. Ron, it's good seeing you. Nice to see you, David. Mark. Ron, thank you. Moses, God bless. See you.